This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. He, he wants <laughs> nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Actually, I had Christmas songs playing the other day in the kitchen. Oh, boy. There are some great days in winter. That first snowfall, uh, playing Christmas songs when you're feeling nice and cozy and the fire's going and the rest is crap. I said it's the most wonderful time of the year because uh, Monday night, we had Monday night football. We had a couple of hockey games going on. We had playoff baseball. And then I always go back and forth between all three. And then I always end up back on baseball because I'm like, okay, they're... Middle of the season NFL. Hockey, we're just getting started. But you want to see, is Austin Matthews going to score another hat trick? What's the Leafs goal song? And then you always end up back at baseball because you're like, they're they're, they're playoffs, baby. We're getting close to the World Series. Enjoy it. Soak it all in until we're covered in snow. Bumsies. And Austin Matthews, update, did not score the third hat trick in a row. Beat by the Hawks. (laughs) Tim, producer Tim, not a DJ. That fade was sloppy. Sloppy fade would be a good DJ name. You do it. I would love to, Tim, but you don't give me the powers to do it. I have no powers except to sit here. And my mic is already on when I sit down. I don't even have to turn it on. Hi, I'm Dan O'Toole. Um, I messed up a lot of things last week. This is Boomsies. It's a podcast really about nothing. It's about life. We're glad you're here. We formed a little community. Let's grow the community. Like, subscribe. Tell your friends. Best way to tell people about a podcast is to tell. Oh, no. (laughs) Best way to grow a podcast is to tell your friends. Guerrilla marketing. So last week I gave my, uh, my top five Thanksgiving food dishes. And... (laughs) 
for some reason, I said mashed potatoes twice because I can't read my own handwriting. One of the times I said mashed potatoes should have been pumpkin pie. That's how atrocious my handwriting is. So we had an email about that. Uh, Hey, Tilsy, just listen to the Thanksgiving Extravaganza podcast, and here's my top five Thanksgiving food list. Number five, mashed potatoes. Number four, ham. Number three, mashed potatoes. Number two, cream pierogies. Number one, mashed potatoes. <laughs> Honorable mention to stuffing and cranberry sauce is the raisins of a Thanksgiving meal. You're gone, Big Dog Rob. Keep up the boomsies greatness. <laughs> Uh, another correction. This isn't a correction. It's just adding to last week's podcast. Uh, I also fully support the Dan for GM of the Jays and his suggestion to bring in Joey Votto. The rest of the Jays, most of them are free agents. And now, so we will see what happens. Another correction. Uh, Calgary Flames season ticket holder here. I'm uh, sure the experience is different in Vegas for your pal Sully. But here, the preseason tickets actually are less Less than regular season ones. Actually, you buy about a half. They only fill the saddle dome about two-thirds of those games. I would be much le- it would be much, much less if they charge full price. Uh, thanks for that. I didn't know that. Um, this guy also said one last thing to note specifically for you, Dan. If you come here for a game, they have cherry Coke on tap at the dome. I get one every time. Tickets are on me. That's from Travis. Cherry Coke on tap. Sign me up. Then sent a picture of uh, him and his son for his first ever Flames game. Kids all decked out in Flames gear. Uh, Love to see that. And another correction. This is a big one. Hey, Toolsy, I don't want to be that guy, but as a Twins and Jays fan, I feel it necessary to inform you that Kent Herbeck did not lift Dave Winfield off first base in the 91 ALCS, which I said happened. He did it to Ron Gant in the 91 World Series. Many say it was the best World Series ever played, and it concluded with Jack Morris pitching 10 shutout innings against the Braves in Game 7. Jack would then join the Jays the following season and help them win their first championship. Keep up the great work. Snack bites Pete. So I was right on Kent Herbeck. I was wrong on the player whose leg he lifted. Apologies for that. Thanks for keeping me honest. Another correction. I said last week that King's Hawaiian bread rolls had been for sale in Canada for years. I still stand by this. Apparently, they didn't come here until 2022. I I disagree with this wholeheartedly. Maybe my no frills had some black market King's Hawaiian rolls because I got them at least in 2021. So if I misled you, I apologize. Uh, We're dealing with quite a controversy here in Ontario. And as most controversies tend to do in this province, it revolves around the Toronto Maple Leafs. For years, the Toronto Maple Leafs goal song was a hollow note song. I cringed whenever I heard that song. No offense to Hollow Notes, great band. 
love hearing me some Hall and Oates, but as a goal song, and no can do. Um, and now in every highlight from those years in which the Hall and Oates song was the goal song, it will forever live. Every season, fans were like, can we change the goal song? We don't know who makes that decision. And finally, the first game of the season, we discovered the Leafs had a new goal song. And when I heard it was Pursuit of Happiness, I'm like, oh man, they picked a Canadian band? What song is it? I'm an adult now. I'm like, that'll be a pretty cool goal song. Staying in the country with your artists of choice. And then I was told it was a Kid Cudi song called Pursuit of Happiness. And then I dialed that up on the Spotify. And I'm like, well, of all the songs in all the world, how did you ever pick that one? Big Kid Cudi fan. Day and night. I toss and turn. Great song. I've got the every remix of that song. One of my favorites. But they didn't pick that song. Kid Cudi, no connection to the Leafs. And who selects that song? But you think, okay, that this is the song we're stuck with. Whoever made this decision, uh, we just have to live with it. And then people did some investigating, and apparently that song later in the lyrics refers to uh, someone drinking and driving. So they're like, okay, yeah, we aren't going to use that one anymore. But we now live in a day and age in which somehow after one game, people had formed a connection to that song because I'm seeing tweets being sent out and people saying, what song are the keyboard warriors uh, gonna agree with? Why can't we have a fun debate about a stupid goal song that in the grand scheme of things means nothing. But you want to start a fight about a goal song getting uh, ejected after one game just to start a fight. Oh, you probably have a problem with O Canada. Well, that's not a goal song. That's played at the start of the game. Uh, why, why can't we just have a fun debate? And then the rest of Canada says, no one cares. Okay, then, then tune out of the conversation. It's a fun thing to talk about. You can learn about a friend's musical interests. You can go deeper into a friend's music library. You can both open up your Spotify's and say, okay, I think it should be this one. Or I think it should be this one. It's a fun discussion. We don't get to have a lot of those these days. And who cares if it revolves around the Leafs? It's a fun topic to discuss. I, I ventured 
very deep into the tragically hip catalog there are no goal songs that you could play of the there's nothing that would get you out of your seat but i have two suggestions the first one's from a, a russian band called little big first off people will be like nope can't have russia they're at war no here's where i jump in little big moved to the United States because they opposed the war with Ukraine. And they said they will not move back to Russia until Putin's gone and the war's over. So there you go. Little Big has our approval. And here's the, we're only allowed to play like five seconds of a song. But tell me this song here called Go Bananas would not be the perfect goal song. I'm banana, man. <laughs> it's so simple. It's so stupid that it's perfect. Now, my next choice is really out of left field. But if you want to strike a chord with, uh, with the young people, there is a song going around. I don't even know where it's from. The lyrics have to be explained and deciphered for an old like me. But once you hear it, it's stuck in your brain. Sticking out your for the river, you're so Sticking out your yop for the Rizzler. Have your child explain it. The rest of the lyrics also make no sense. It's like the youth speaking code. So those are my two goal choices. Uh, apparently Monday night they played. Um, they played Panama by Van Halen. Great choice. No problem with that. Let's get some Canadian artists in the mix. Like Pursuit of Happiness. I'm an adult now. And then the entire ACC or Scotiabank Arena, the seven fans that are making any noise can sing the rest of the song when play continues. When they drop the puck, they're still singing. I'm an adult now. That first game, there was a power play late in the Leafs game. And there was silence. I had never heard an arena that quiet in my life. And if you were watching a Leaf game for the first time, you're like, oh, uh, opening night jitters. Or, or No, it's like that for every Leaf game. You talk to players who wait their entire lives to play in Toronto. And they will tell you once they're out of the game or you're, you're talking to them away from microphones and not on the record, they will tell you it is the worst environment in the NHL. The quietest arena in the league. Uh, Producer Tim, Leafs goal song, you're a Leaf fan, should be? Uh, I have an excellent choice, but it'll never get picked for the same reason that they don't want to have Pursuit of Happiness. It's a little controversial, but this is my choice. 
to the spotlight. Okay, who's that? Legend has it by Run the Jewels. Uh, what do they uh, discuss in that song that's controversial, Tim? Well, I mean, Killer Mike is a big part of that, and he's controversial just on his own with his gun views and stuff. But, yeah. And there's there's words in that song that probably shouldn't hmm. be broadcast. See what we just did there? We got to get a glimpse into Tim's musical interests in a friendly way. I wish this discussion would go on forever. Uh, Zed money. He is a huge fan of that band. I mentioned little big. Um, would you have the same goal song choice? I do love little big, but I went, I went with a different choice. I went with a Canadian artist, uh, a tribe called red, who is a, they mix first nations music with uh, electronic and hip hop. So I went with them. Do we have? Wow. If that sounds like a song specifically made to celebrate goals. It's pretty good. I, I think that would work well. Zed Money, deliver that uh, MP3 to the executives at... Uh, Whoever owns the Leafs, Maple Leafs Sports and Entertainment, MLSE, deliver that to them. Send All it right. in an email. I was going to send it via mail. They'll get it in a couple of weeks. Have they announced who makes this decision? Is it the game day operators that are in charge of all the videos and the music and the let's make some noise? Or does this go up to Brendan Shanahan? Do we know who makes this decision? I think, well, I guess it would be game day, but I'm pretty sure they would probably just have options and then the players would decide, would they not? Like, I feel like the players have had a lot of say in this. Hmm. Uh, there is a player that uh, used to play for the Leafs. That's... Uh, who this episode's named after, uh, Jason Spezza. This is episode 90. He wore number 90 in Dallas. Not with the Leafs. This is the Jason Spezza episode. Um, I thought he was going to be the next GM. And then the same day Kyle Dubas uh, left, uh, Spezza, bye-bye! Uh, People on the internet ridiculed me for that. Oh, you idiot. You didn't know he was leaving the same day. You were an idiot. Sorry, I don't have Jason Spetz on speed dial. And we should all calm down a little. Um, this is a big uh, this is a big moment on the podcast. Because uh Danitized is back. The winning, the best email or phone call of the week will win one of these Danitized products. Before I reveal it to you, I'm uh, consuming this beverage out of my favorite coffee mugs. These are the Vancouver 2010 glass coffee mugs. A perfect drinking vessel. Just don't put scalding hot water 
in these mugs because they will burst. This beverage, when I served it to a friend, she described it as the greatest blank that she's ever had. I said, I think that is reason enough to danitize Sasquatch coffee. I love when coffee gets sent here. This is uh, straight out of the the BC interior. This is the tall, dark, and hairy blend. Full city roast. Sasquatch coffee. The first product to get danitized, and they sent us a letter. Hey, Dan, thanks again for helping out the little guy. I will send one bag to your listener. To the listener. Because I said, hey, winning email. And then he also added in here, Worst place to waste people's time is at a boat launch. When I get there, I park out of the way. I get everything ready. Bada boom, bada bing. I'm backing up into the lake and then back out in about two minutes. Some of these morons park in the boat ramp, swapping gear from their truck to the boat, taking off their straps, etc., etc. Fifteen minutes later, and the kicker is, it then takes them five minutes to back it into the water. For shame. Anyways, thanks again. Jared Sasquatch coffee. And he said, and no, I'm pretty sure they don't exist. Okay. So Sasquatch coffee, not a believer in the Sasquatch. I believe his, uh, his little note there was in reference to wasting people's time. I love that. He's an avid listener and I would love to get you a bag of this Sasquatch coffee. You can visit them at sasquatchcoffee.ca. It's a delicious beverage to kickstart your day or give you a midday coffee boost. What's up, everybody? So maybe it's going to be a voicemail this week that wins us uh, some Sasquatch coffee. We got a couple of voicemails. Let's uh, let's get to them. Hey, Dan, Tim, and Z. It's uh, Georgie Boy, Joe Ward, calling. It's been a while since I've called in. And, uh, just wanted to bring up episode 86. You were talking about your restaurant with the urine and your out uh, deal. We had an awesome deal in a restaurant called Jags Roadhouse in Wingham, Ontario. That I think you'd like. It was called Pay Which Pull. At the very start of the night, you would order your wings, not by the pound, but by the wing. And then at the end of the night, when it came down to pay, they'd come up with a hat. You'd put your hand in there and you'd pull out a price, price for wing. It would either be 50 cents. Uh, 10 cents, 25 cents, and there was the illustrious one cent wing. So, you know, if the Boomsie, Bur- Boomsie Burger doesn't cut out, you could have a pay what you pull these. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hope you guys are doing well. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, so he was uh, referencing a promotion that was at a restaurant in my hometown, Woody Hooks, and it was all you can drink until you pee. All the draft beer you can drink until you pee. So that was a debacle because people would pee on the floor, on the walls, go outside. Hey, I'm just going for a smoke, pee on the uh, exterior of the restaurant. That promotion, I don't think, lasted long. But pay what you, you pull. I do love this, but I, I would hope 
that there was transparency. Because the first thing you, you think is probably the same as mine. There's no one cent piece of paper in that hat. No chance. But if they reveal, they come to the table, here's an empty hat. And then they show you the 50 cents per wing, 25 cents per wing. Maybe it's a dollar per wing. And then the elusive one cent. So you've had maybe 10 of each. You show the customer, you're putting them all in. And then they can pick transparency. We got a fun little promotion. Pay what you pull. I love it. If you're a restaurant uh, like my, my cousin Center Ice in Ottawa, maybe you do that with the Boomsies Burger. Pay what you pull on the Boomsies Burger. Still available. They've sold one. Next. Hello there. Dan, this is Itty Bitty Kitty Steve calling. I just recently returned from my uh, summer journey of, of uh, self-realization. I appreciate my friend, Small Feline Tom, keeping you updated early on. Uh, yeah, had a great time. Really, really discovered myself and uh, met a friend of yours, uh, Ron. Ron would like to tell you, miss you, Dano. Hope Remy is treating you well. We all know that peanut butter is one of the uh, best condiments or spreads in the world. What is your favorite flavor combo with peanut butter? Peanut butter banana, peanut butter jam, peanut butter coffee, peanut butter and, and, and honey, uh, whatever. Please choose your favorite and uh, proceed to absolutely demolish all the other uh, flavors that you do not like. Always appreciate your thoughts. Thanks so much. Meow. Itty bitty kitty Steve, a legend here on Boomsies. Okay, I like peanut butter a couple of ways. First, Toasted English muffin. Not too toasted. Not under toasted. But you don't just put that peanut butter on there. You cover that baby in butter. The butter, then with the peanut butter on top, on a hot English muffin, it takes you to other lands. It opens up a portal to heaven and you get a little peek. You say, hey, Jesus, what's up? He's like, hey, peanut butter, baby. You, you get tickled in places you didn't know existed on your body. But you don't get a glimpse of Nirvana with peanut butter alone. You kick it up a notch with that butter. For some reason, as a child, I didn't have a lot of peanut butter jam sandwiches. I, I think we were too busy getting fed um, ham sandwiches. I grew up in a pig farm. So uh, we had to eat a lot of ham because there was a lot of it lying around. <laughs> we, just, we didn't have like a, a pig, like a rotisserie pig sitting in the middle of the dining room table. At all times, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like a snack. Oh, there's Porky. He's been simmering a while on the dining room table. Just take a handful of that, uh, those hindquarters. But I rediscovered peanut butter and jam, or maybe just discovered it later in life. And now that we have Uncrustables, 
the laziest thing to buy at the grocery store. Peanut butter and jam already made for you without the crust. Straight out of the freezer when it's still frozen. Delish. Love them. Put that baby in the toaster. So it's slightly toasted on the outside, still frozen in the middle. You're knocking on heaven's door again. But those are my choices for peanut butter. We don't stray too far off of that in this household. And we still like the craft peanut butter. I would like to go with the chunky. Kids know chunky. Daddy chunky, we go smooth. You have to appeal to the broader audience. You can't think of yourself in a situation like peanut butter. You think of the entire household. Okay, so a couple of great uh, voicemails there. Uh, the winner will be chosen by uh, Zed Money for the email or phone call of the week. I do like uh, that we're off to a great start here. Um, this is Dan. I can't believe I got my own awesome theme song last week. My friends Mark and Drew think I'm the coolest. Here's my Mike from Grimsby top five uniforms and sports list. Didn't ask Mike for this, but he delivered it. Number five, soccer. Soccer gets last place because of the ads. Number four, football. Not much going on with football uniforms, just a number and a name on the jersey. Number three, basketball. I think basketball might be the one sport where the uniforms have gotten better with age. Number two, hockey. First of all, hockey has the best jersey in all team sports, especially original sixes and other classics like the Sabres and Flyers. The new Jets jerseys are first class too. Number one, baseball. In my humble opinion, there is no uniform in pro sports that compares with baseball. The uniform is so good that the manager wears it too. Dan, can uh, you think of a more ubiquitous piece of sports apparel than a baseball cap? Um, I love your list, Mike. Didn't ask for it, but I do like that you delivered it. And I have to agree, number one uniform in all of sports is baseball. And the number one on the top of the list, the L.A. Dodgers home whites. They are so crisp. They are so vibrant. The lettering is perfect. The blue belt accentuates it. And a blue hat. There is no uniform in all of sports better than the L.A. Dodgers home whites. And if you see them in person... It's just further solidified. Uh, and one more uh, email here. Uh, morning, boys. It's Keenan from uh, out here in Calgary. Loving the pod. And as a Blue Jays fan, all I can say is, yeah, that's all our hitting sucks. On a more positive note, I'm about to be starting up my own podcast here. As someone myself who's looked up to you, uh, Dan and Jay, since I was a kid for inspiration, watching the Ding Dong TV network doing sports, I thought, who better to ask than you, Dan? What are some pointers you would give out to someone who's just looking to make the sports world? What are some things I should avoid when starting a pod? And what is the best way to have fun doing it? You are amazing, Dan. I always appreciate you having an open email for anyone to message you and communicate with you. You rule, Dan. Keep up all your great work as you are so close to 100 episodes. All the best, Keenan. Okay, uh, so any uh, tips for anyone making it in the sports world? I say this a lot. If I was giving this advice 10 years ago, I'd say go to a small town, uh, work at a small radio station, and learn how to do every job at the station. 
that might still be an option because what TV networks are doing now is they are hiring people to be on air that have virtually no experience because they want cheap programming. And this is no offense to these people. I, I am not trashing anyone. I would take the job if I was offered it when I was just starting in broadcasting. But they're saying, here's a job for X amount of dollars. If you don't take this position, we've got 100 people lined up. So take it or leave it. And these people know, okay, this I'm going to be on a national network. I better freaking do this. That's what they did in the early days of broadcasting. And that's what they're doing now. And then when you start making too much, or maybe they just don't raise your salary. But if they do, then you're at the door. But still, you need experience, so go to, a, go to a small town. If there's still radio jobs out there, start in radio. Start at uh, your local cable TV station. That's what I did up on Fort McMurray. I just went to them and said, hey, I want to be on TV. They said, here's a camera. Go shoot it yourself. And that's what I did. Uh, what are some things I should avoid when starting a podcast? Well, don't call it Boomsies. We've got that name. Um, find a murder. Murder's big. Um, that's about all. Uh, I don't know what to suggest for that. And what is the best way to have fun doing it? Uh, don't have producer Tim involved. Okay, so I think you can check a lot of those things off the box. <laughs> Ah, I kill me. Okay, Zed Money, it's the moment of truth. Our first ever Boomsies prize pack. They will get a Sasquatch bag of coffee. Visit them at sasquatchcoffee.ca. Hands down, one of the best cups of coffee I've ever had. And I, I usually do a what I call a poor man's latte, which is a lot of milk and then some maple syrup and then your coffee. I was out of milk before this podcast, so I just went with maple syrup, so I get the true taste of the coffee with this, uh, a hint of sweetness. And I have to tell you, I don't like black coffee, but this coffee is good. Zed Money, who we got? We're going to go with uh, Mike and his list of best uniforms. Okay, I like that. There was a lot of thought put into that so mike getting a bag of sasquatch coffee um if you have a item you want to be danitized and that you want to expose to our listeners i also always send out a little instagram video promoting your product email us yeah let's talk at gmail.com or you can contact me on instagram direct message me there uh dan geo tool at Dan Geo Tool or on Twitter. Same thing there. We appreciate your support. Uh, next week, it's another food item. And uh, it's, and I, I'm not just pandering to the audience or of the product maker. These are my unbiased, honest reviews. But next week's, I've had in my house for over a year. And every time I use it, I say, how does every house in the world, not have this in their pantry. It is that good. Uh, that's what you call a tease, gentlemen. Let's dive into Boomsies Newsies.
Hi, Dan. Oh, jeez, Tim, don't ever do that, please. <laughs> uh, there's one story for sure we got to get to. Uh, Trevor May, uh, pitcher, former A's pitcher, uh, decided to announce his retirement on Monday, and then he went went online streaming and uh, he had uh, some things to say about the A's owner John Fisher and his moving the team to Vegas. So let's listen okay. to this. And uh, I just want to know. I want now that it's official. To the A's organization and every single person part of it, I love all of you. Every single one of you, except for one guy. We all know who that guy is. Sell the team, dude. I tried to get a sell shirt. I didn't get here fast enough. Sell it, man. Let someone who actually like takes pride in the things they own own something. There's actually people who give a shit about the game. Let them do it. Take mommy and daddy's money somewhere else, dork. And also, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna just be a greedy, greedy fuck, own it. There's nothing weaker than being afraid of cameras. So that's one thing I really struggled with this year was not just eviscerating that guy do what you're gonna do bro you're you're whatever you're a billionaire they exist you guys have all this power you shouldn't have any because you haven't earned any of it but anyway whatever it is what it is reality is you got you got handed everything you have and now you're too soft to sit and stand in front or, or take any responsibility for anything you're doing yeah, whatever. Oakland is Oakland. Uh, you can make all the cases. Oh, it's not a great city. Blah, 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 blah. But you're putting you're putting hundreds, if not thousands, of people out of work that have worked somewhere for decades, and you haven't acknowledged that at all. So, just be better. That's all we're asking. Just be a human being. That it? Yeah, Dan. That's it. That's a great clip, Tim. Uh, I'm looking up John Fisher. Do you know where he uh, got his money from? He inherited it from his parents, who were the co-founders of Gap. He bought the A's for $180 million. They're now valued at $1.2 billion. Um, <laughs> this... This isn't a good thing. His parents bestowed upon him the nickname Harpo due to his stubbornness and tendency to harp on his parents until he got what he wanted. <laughs> so right as a child, his parents were like, this kid's a little dick. Hey, Harpo, shut the fuck up. Uh, I wish uh, more uh, athletes spoke open and honestly i guess you can do that in retirement i would love to get blue jays players honest opinions of mark shapiro and how he's running that uh blue jays organization maybe they love him maybe they maybe they see a different side of this guy who's very transparent with them and tells them the game plan, what they're doing, why they're doing it. Maybe he speaks to the players and explains all this. 
because what we see is a guy that uh, is not great with the media, is not transparent, and then a guy he's handpicked as his GM is even worse, Ross Atkins. But maybe behind closed doors, they are different people. I just wish we had a Blue Jays player to tell us. Because maybe they'd be like Shea Hillenbrand. Remember back in the day when he wrote on the uh, the whiteboard in the, the locker room, this is a sinking ship. Maybe that's what they really want to say, but they're being held prisoner. John Gibbons came on this podcast and I asked him about that. And he said, well, he was right when he wrote that. He says it was a mess at that time. Uh, what else do we have time for anything else in newsies or are we out of time, Tim? Uh, we'll go one quick one here. 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles added five new sports. Okay. Cricket, what are they? Cricket, lacrosse, softball, which never should have been taken out in the first place. Squash and flag football. Okay. Cricket. Uh, it's a world sport. Agree. Lacrosse. That's our game. We're going to win gold softball. Yeah. I can stand behind that. Squash, this is going to be epic. If you've ever seen squash rallies, they are phenomenal. And they play them in a, like a glass cube. So it's perfect viewing for spectators. This is going to be the hit of the Olympics. Flag football? No, we can get rid of that. I am astonished that pickleball was not added. Pickleball is the hottest sport in North America. Maybe it hasn't translated worldwide. But how pickleball is not there. I can't believe squash wasn't in the Olympics. It is one of those sports where if you've played it and then uh, you don't play for 10 years and you go back onto the court, you say, man, I should play this more. And then you won't play it again for another 10 years. I played squash a lot in my younger days. And you play with buddies where it gets competitive and there's body contact. And it gets very interesting. It tests the boundaries of a friendship and how hard you may or may not want to injure that friend in order to win. I don't think contact is allowed in the rules, but we played things different in Fort McMurray, if you know what I mean. Thanks, Tim. Really appreciate that. So if you leave this podcast with some new thoughts, let them be. Let us debate the Leaf Skull song until the end of time. It's a fun debate. You should never be mad about it. And if you don't like it, tune it out. Play some squash. If you've never played it, it's a great sport. And Sasquatch Coffee. Our first sanitized item, and it's going to uh, Mike. A bag of this is going to Mike. 
We'll see you here next week for our next sanitized item. In the meantime, hug someone and be nice. Doesn't cost you anything. The A's owner could have learned Welcome that. to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.